Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. Whatever it is that you're doing, hope it makes it go a little smoother. Laundry, dishes driving to work, getting ready for work, sitting on the porch at home at night, or sitting by a fire, which is what I'm doing right now. I think maybe y'all can hear a little bit in the background. Got the wood stove going. It got cold. Thought y'all might like to sit by the fire with me. Grateful for that. Grateful for those of y'all that have joined me over on Patreon and are supporting the podcast financially, getting those. If you come over there and join, there's there's three different tiers just for those of y'all that are interested. The first is about $5 a month, and you get the two extra podcasts on Thursday and Friday. The second tier is $7.50 a month, and you get a video cast on Saturdays in addition to those two podcasts. And then the The third tier is $10, and it gives you the ability to send me messages and and ask questions, and I'll try and respond to those questions on some of the podcasts. So for those of y'all that would be interested in that, and I sure do appreciate it. So thank you. We'll get going. I don't have much to report other than it got colder. <laughs> oh, and we did have, <laughs> we did have Frito pie. The girls requested that, and that's one of it's a great cold weather meal. So I was pretty excited about that. We're gonna go back. I I missed this. We were doing the Continental Congress Thanksgiving proclamations, and I was about to go on to a, a couple outside of that, and then realized that I had missed the actual first national Thanksgiving proclamation as as a nation, and that's from 1777. So I wanted to go back and get that. It's uh, November 1st, 1777, by the Continental Congress. For as much as it is the indispensable duty of all men to adore the superintending providence of Almighty God, to acknowledge with gratitude their obligation to him for benefits received, and to implore such further blessings as they stand in need of, and in having pleased him in his abundant mercy not only to continue to us the innumerable bounties of his common providence, but also to smile upon us in the prosecution of a just and necessary war for the defense and establishment of our unalienable rights and liberties, particularly in that he hath been pleased in so great a measure to prosper the means used for the support of our troops and to crown our arms with most signal success. That's the first paragraph there. Benefits received. It's the duty of all men. You know, we don't do that as a nation. Notice that that they didn't say, well, 
it's the duty of all men to be Christians, although <laughs> they kind of get there, uh, and they would be shocked at this today. But they did, you know, our founders, freedom of religion, that was huge. Uh, but their idea of freedom of religion, when you really read through it, was nothing like what we've made it today. In fact, they would be shocked at the at the percentage of our nation, I think, that rejects Christ completely. And how we have just, just continued to go down that path, even, even though, you know, they said here, signal success. We've had so many blatant successes throughout the history of our nation. Two that I always go to, just because they struck me so much as a young man is the story of Midway in World War II and where we destroyed a number of Japanese carriers really in, in a, a very short period of time, a matter of a day, give or take. And, and that really turned the tide of the war. And, and, and we were losing up until that point, and it never should have happened. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to blame anything or give credit to anything other than God's miracles for that. And then the other one is, again, from World War II, and it's a story of Marines on Guadalcanal when they got down to one last line of defense in front of the airfield. And it would have been a huge, devastating, absolutely devastating setback to lose that airfield. And they managed to hold through the night against overwhelming, vastly superior forces. And, and again and again, our founders talk about all the different times they saw God's hand in the Revolutionary War, the founding of our country. You know, we have multiple founders that talk about the fact that our country never would have come into existence except for God. And so all of this going back to the, the freedom of religion part, and that comes in later, but it's still the duty of all men to adore God and acknowledge with gratitude their obligation to him for the benefits that they receive and, 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 and implore, beg that these blessings, if they need any more, come. And, and they made this part of their active day, folks. This was, they were talking about real things going on in the war, in the country, agriculture. You know, we read one in the video cast this last Saturday uh, from 1780, I believe. It was a short one, and I, I had skipped it to do others because there's so many. Because it was kind of short, and it was just jam-packed. <laughs> Full of stuff, and part of one of the things that really struck me was it talked specifically about saving, saving Washington from treason. My, I'm using an iPad to read this proclamation as I'm recording this by the fire, and my little girls are getting text messages, so that's the noise in the background if that doesn't give you a chuckle. So we'll keep going. 
It is therefore recommended to the legislative or executive powers of these United States to set apart Thursday, the 18th day of December next, for solemn thanksgiving and praise. That at one time and with one voice the good people may express the grateful feelings of their hearts and consecrate themselves to the service of their divine benefactor. And that together with their sincere acknowledgments and offerings, they may join the penitent confession of their manifold sins, whereby they had forfeited every favor and their humble and earnest supplication that it may please God through the merits of Jesus Christ, mercifully to forgive and blot them out of remembrance. Folks, there's absolutely no way that our country was founded as a secular nation with the rejection of Jesus Christ. In fact, it was exactly the opposite. They were founded, as you see here, even in the, and this isn't a little thing, but people today might try and make it a little thing, and that's fine. So even in the little things, they turn to God and Jesus Christ. But, but this was a huge thing, folks. This was very important to our founders, to our country. And if we don't stop this nonsense about rejecting Christ out of our public lives and institutions, we're going to destroy the country. That's what's going to happen. I mean, we are. You see it day by day, year by year, decade by decade for the past century, give or take. That's the path we've been on with very few pit stops or, or attempts to turn it around. And this requires a fundamental shift. You know, one of the things I don't talk about very much, but Israel is a great example as far as military decisions, political decisions are. Israel really, in a lot of ways, has, has no room for error. And their life very much, their world very much revolves around real threats. Their back's against the wall. And so their ability to entertain political correctness is it's pretty low when it comes to survival. And when that happens, that makes you, as any of y'all know that have gone through really hard times, the hard times are painful, but one thing about them that's good is it, it forces you to get your priorities in the right order. Because when you're going through really painful times, the longer you continue to have your priorities out of line, the more pain you deal with and the more destruction you have to suffer through. And, and that doesn't mean, you know, when you get your priorities in order, that doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect by any means in, in the worldly sense. But when you get your priorities, Oswald Chambers' quote came across. He's a, for those of y'all that don't know him, uh, really world-known, I would say, apologist for Christianity, somebody that really defended the faith, but but just a great man of faith one way or the other. Uh, his book, My Utmost, or, yeah, for, for His Highest, or something like that. I got the words wrong, probably. Anyway, he basically said, he said, you really want to know if salvation is at work in you. If you really... Are, are trying to grow closer. Once you accept Jesus Christ, if you're really trying to grow closer to him, 
and God, then the way you know that is by seeing if your priorities have actually changed. Because before that, your priorities were worldly priorities. After that, if you're really trying to grow closer to Jesus Christ, your priorities have to have shifted. Your little Excel spreadsheet, you know, numbered one through 20 or 30 or 500 or whatever, how many priorities you think you have, it, it does an automatic reshuffle. And what's really important gets to the top. And that's what I was trying to say with, with Israel uh, militarily, politically often. And, and our founders in the middle of this war turning to God and Jesus Christ because those hard times, that pain really forces you to put your priorities in the right order. You see that today across the country. Those of you, the people that you know in your life, those of you that have experienced it yourself, you, you've got a friend or, or you yourself are going through a horrible divorce or your kids are something's wrong with them or your spouse who you love dearly, something's wrong with them or uh, fights at church or, or, or your job or whatever. In those times of pain, you don't have time to waste. You don't have that luxury. And the problem is today we think we have that luxury as a country and we really don't. We're already, the, the clock's already ticking. And we just haven't woken up and figured that out yet. Or awakened and figured that out yet. But once we do, it's going to force a fundamental shift in our lives, our marriages, our families, our communities, our schools, our states, and our, our nation. Because once we finally have enough pain and we finally wake up to what our priorities actually should be, it's, it's, it's like my pastor says so often, if you really think it's going to rain, you prepare. You take an umbrella, you take a coat, whatever it is that you need to do. If you really think it's going to get cold one night, you have firewood laid up. You take care of your outside animals, your faucets, whatever it is that you need to do to prepare. If you really think it's coming, then you act. And once we really realize, really realize, once we truly realize where we started from and where we have to get back to, it will change the way we act as a nation. Their humble and earnest supplication had to read this again, that it may please God through the merits of Jesus Christ mercifully to forgive and blot them out of remembrance. That it may please him graciously to afford his blessing on the governments of these states respectively and prosper the public counsel of the whole to inspire our commanders both by land and sea and all under them with that wisdom and fortitude which may render them fit instruments under the providence of Almighty God to secure for these United States the greatest of all human blessings, independence and peace. You think about it, folks. I need to think about it more often. Say a little prayer for our commanders in the military because we're Veterans Day, you know, recently, the Marine Corps birthday recently for me and other Marines. Our commanders uh, desperately need what our founders here talked about in this Thanksgiving proclamation, proclamation, wisdom and fortitude, which may render them fit instruments under the providence of Almighty God, because 
we're doing a real good job of destroying our military along with our country, particularly. That it may please God, it please him to prosper the trade and manufactures of the people and the labor of the husbandmen, that our land may yield its increase. To take schools and seminaries of education so necessary for cultivating the principles of true liberty, virtue, and piety under his nurturing hand, and to prosper the means of religion for promotion and enlargement of that kingdom, which con- consisteth in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And it is further recommended that servile labor and s- such recreation as, though at other times innocent, may be unbecoming the purpose of this appointment, be omitted on so solemn an occasion. Just really phenomenal here, folks. A couple points. Uh, and and we'll, I, I guarantee you every year we come back to these things. And, and maybe I'm going to have to do a few extra podcasts during November just because. So important. Education. If we're going to win this war for the soul of our nation, it's got to be education and culture. And we may have a real fight coming, and I, I think we do. I've made no secret of that. I talk about that often on the podcast. But regardless whether there's a fight or not, if we're going to save this country, we've got to turn around education and culture, particularly education. Because as they say here, the schools are so necessary for cultivating the principles of true liberty, virtue, and piety under God's nurturing hand. Uh, we can't truly educate our children, and we haven't been for decades without God. You can't do it. Our founders knew that. That's what they said right here. Under God's nurturing hand, true liberty, virtue, and piety. You cannot have freedom and liberty without God, and we can't teach our children truly about freedom and liberty and how to preserve it without God. And the second thing is, well, really two more things. Means of religion for the promotion and enlargement of that kingdom, which consisteth in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The goal, again, just like we talked about Columbus Day, just like we talked about on the video cast from the 1780 proclamation, the goal, again, of the United States, huge goal, major goal that you see here is enlarging the kingdom of Jesus Christ. That's why we had success, folks, because that was one of our main goals. Don't ever let anybody tell you that this was not born a Christian nation and that one of the main goals was spreading the gospel to the rest of the world. Because that was. You just, you just heard it here. Straight off of this Thanksgiving Day proclamation. And then the last thing, and I will let y'all go today. Servile labor and recreation, as though at other times innocent, may be unbecoming the purpose of this appointment, be omitted on so solemn occasion. So I hammer myself on this podcast often about my love for sports. And I know that applies to a number of y'all that listen. Uh, But whatever your little niche is, I talk about that. If it's reading books for entertainment, if it's watching Netflix, Hulu, Hulu, uh, you know, social media on your phone, hunting, golfing, fishing... You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with any of those things in and of themselves as long as it's not something immoral, right? The problem is that we've made those the center of our lives instead of the true place for inter- entertainment, which is a satellite position. It's outside. It, it, it revolves around what truly is the center of our lives, which should be God, 
our spouse, and then family, and then country. That's got to be the core. And then, and then everything else revolves around that. And so when you have time for entertainment, that's great. But we've made the purpose of our daily lives being self-satisfied, being entertained, being pleased ourselves. And our founders specifically warned against that here in this proclamation when they're talking about when you give thanks to God, when you're really focused on him, be focused on him. And that's just a huge point. We'll come back to it again, uh, maybe on, on one of our priority days and talk about that. Folks, we can absolutely turn this thing around, but we've got to make some fundamental changes and get back to God and really focus on him like this Thanksgiving proclamation, the very first national Thanksgiving proclamation from 1777 talks about. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Sure to appreciate it.